You smell funny. I'm a real fish nut. I really like fish. Na 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 fishing. Now, inshore, offshore. If it's in the water, we'll tell you how to get it in the boat. It's Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone. It's like fishing with dynamite. Flats Mafia Radio 1025 The Bone. I'm your host, Captain Bubba Bencourt. I have to my right hand side, aka James Garrison, aka Dad. Hey. How you doing, buddy? Doing good, bud. All right, bud. And then uh, we got a special guest in the house, Captain, excuse me, Lieutenant Tony Rosas with the FWC. How you feeling, Tony? Good this morning. How you guys doing? All right, we're feeling good. Uh, we're going to get into a lot of. Uh, a lot of interesting topics coming up, especially now because of the closure of the Snook and Redfish. Uh, we're going to get into that uh, pretty hard here. And I want to open up the lines and, and hear what you people have to say. What are your thoughts? Do you like it? Do you not like it? The lines are open, 727-579-1025. Um, please be on standby as soon as we uh, tap into that. Also, our man running the boards, Mr. Ryan Hoppy. How you doing this morning, sir? What's up, dude? How's it going, man? Uh, it's going great. That going- guy's Full of energy. I all love the time. it. I love it. Damn you know, right, he, man. he was playing pregame music for us in here. Enter He's the got the window man. open. I mean, we got beautiful sunlight coming in. I'm just feeling great. Damn even, right, bro. Even though I hit the snooze button three times this morning. I hit it five, bro. <laughs> I'm so tired. So uh real quick, brought to you by this show is brought to you by Big Storm Brewing Company, Minnows Monsters, Hula Bay Club, and Danko Pliers. Uh we are going to go into the closure of their snook and redfish, which is a, a a big thing for this area. And I know all of you guys have seen people going off on Facebook and whatnot, agreeing with it, not agreeing with it. I mean, there was a group of captains. We, I mean, we had Captain Jason Prieto in here uh, leading that whole group of guides in the Guides Association going up to Tallahassee to get this to close. And um, I support it 100%. 100%, even though, yeah, it might slightly hurt my my uh, charter business, I really don't see. If you love to fish, uh, just because you can't you, you can, uh, keep the fish, I think for the love of the sport, it's a big thing. But I don't want to get too, too far involved with it because we do have to give some uh, shout-outs to some of these big tournaments coming up. Actually, we also had a tournament yesterday that – Congratulations! Why it's on my mind to uh, little Blake, aka Giggles. He got second place in your junior division and tightened the drag yesterday. So I know he's probably still sleeping, but probably uh, not, man. From what Jeff tells me, that kid is is Jeff. He's probably I, watching fishing YouTube videos <laughs> right now. Listen, when they're on their way back from from the tournament yesterday, he's telling them, "Hey, are we gonna go to Pappy's? Are we gonna go to Pappy's?" <laughs> and if Jeff's trolling motor would have worked. He would have went to Pappy's. The kid is just diehard. Been up since 4.30 in the morning. They put in like 14 hours yesterday on the water, and he was still ready to fish wide awake. You yeah, know, he's, he, he's throwing the net now, everything. Bro, he's throwing a he's, I mean. Throwing I, it better than you for sure. Uh, I'm, it's, it could, could be argued. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I already told him if he needs to go back and tell his mom, look, when he, school's out. I'm going to be a charter captain. He can start interning. Mick's gone. It's fire. Oh, nice. Mick, Mick don't throw the net. This kid's 11 <laughs> years old throwing a beautiful net, bro. Yeah, not smoking darts all over your boat either. <laughs> Flicking cigarettes at people. Uh, that's hey, guys, funny. having a good time? 
<laughs> the cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, let me get into this tournament, uh, Fishing for Ryan. Uh, Ryan is a local firefighter that was involved in a bad accident while he was on his way to the station to start his shift. 100% of the proceeds will go to Hillsborough County Fire uh, Benevolence Association. Benevolence. Oh. <laughs> I figured that's why I said it. I was going to help you. Well, say it again. Sound Benevolent out. Association. Benevolent. No. <laughs> Just stop. And say, I got all right, it. You say Go that part. I already right. did twice. H- Hillsborough County Fire. Benevolence Association. To help him with his recovery. November 2nd is the captain's meeting, and November 3rd is the tournament held out of Hula Bay. Uh, it's for a great cause. We need all hands on deck on this one uh, to help out Ryan and his family. Uh, really good guy. So we can all pull together in the fishing community and make that happen. That would be great. We also have uh, another tournament <clears throat> Excuse me. coming October 28th. It's the Reeling Freedom Warrior Shootout out of John's Pass. They got a guaranteed payout of $5,000 with only an entry fee of 150 bucks. It's during the Seafood Festival of what they got going on. So if you're in it as a captain, you're gonna, the food's going to be catered. That's all going to be taken care of. You have VIP access as well as a, a concert they're going to be doing that night. So they really teamed up and made all that work is together. That, is that just for captains for the concert uh, or I'm, just a VIP? Uh, well, the, when I was talking to Paul, he's, I think the captains that are involved in the tournament. That, so as a captain, you come into the tournament. I believe there's also like a little kicker. If you come in with four guys, you pay your entry fee, entry fee. You kick one of the guys out, bring a, uh, a wounded warrior on your boat. If you happen to win first place, you actually get another $2,000 kicker. So by bringing a, a, a wounded warrior on your boat, uh, it's you know that's what it's all about, really. So it's a, it's a great cause, and uh, they're, they're, they're really uh, – I know Paul's real, working real hard on it, and the whole Reeling Freedom team is working really, really hard on it. So uh, – Please look into it as well. On, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure Paul's listening, so he'll put it on a Facebook page. Yeah, I'm sure. Just tag tag it on the Facebook page, the link and everything. So that that would be cool. Also, we are right around the corner. Start putting in your calendars. Halloween, October 26. I was talking with Todd this week. He's bringing a custom decorator to decorate the entire bottom half of Dukes to get this party going. We're, they're gonna have a a, a couples. Um, what is it? Costume contest? Yes. A couple's contu- costume contest. That's, that's what I'm here for, Tony. I'm just here to help him out with his words. <laughs> just leading a man, leading a man. Yeah. You know, it, it takes a little bit for the, uh, you know, electrons and protons in my brain to get going. So, costume contest, singles and couples contest. Uh, it's going to be great. I mean, what better thing to do to go to a party where you don't have to clean up after? You know, you don't have to bring anything. They're going to have alcohol and beer and everything there. So, Make sure you mark it in your calendars. Uh, October 26th, Hula Bay, Halloween. It's going to be a big, big A lot of event. stuff going on, man. There is. It's nonstop. Nonstop. I'm, uh, I'm excited. You know, it's that it's that uh, time that time that, uh, you know, pretty soon we'll be planning our Christmas party here soon before you know it. Uh, and I know we uh, – you got somebody on the line. I think we got Frank – we got Frank uh, – Captain Frank Leto on the line. We'll see. I don't know. He said he's going to call in, hopefully give us a little info on the uh – Fishing for Ryan tournament. What you got there, Ryan? He's on uh, hold. Yeah, bring him in. We'll bring him in. What's up, Frankie? What's up, babe? How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm uh, watching the guy set up a ladder truck right now at work, so I need to be brief, and I know you guys need me to be brief, too. All right, well, t- tell us some details about this tournament for Ryan. All right, so um, 
real quick, kind of in a nutshell, um, Ryan Gould's one of our fire department brothers. Um, the day after propose, proposing to his fiance Katie, um, he was involved um, and injured in a life-changing accident resulting in life-altering injuries. Um, so my brothers and I and sisters are trying to put together a really great uh, event for him. And so far with what we've got going on, it looks like it's going to be an awesome fishing tournament. Um, 100% of all proceeds, the raffles, everything that we're getting is all going back to Ryan and his family. Um, right now, what we're trying to organize is our shirts. We're going to have some really legit looking shirts. Um, we're going to do like tournament style, like you see all the guys, you know, the Fishy IFA and Florida Pro. Our sponsors are going to be displayed on the shirts. Um, Grand Slam sponsorship for this um, gets you a sleeve on the shirt. It's a thousand bucks. Snook uh, sponsorship is six hundred bucks. Your name will be uh, championed across the back of the shirt in the upper shoulder portions. And then the last sponsorship is a trout sponsorship, and it's a two-by-two two that goes at the bottom of the shirt. Um, we have a couple different divisions. Two, that's uh, four-man teams, um, 200 bucks a boat. Like I said, everything goes back to Ryan. Um, fishing's from 3, I'm sorry, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. We also have a kayak division. And if you don't have a kayak and you want a canoe, you want to tie an inner tube together and throw a pallet on top of it, Waiting division, however you want to consider it. If you want to fish and you can't get out on a boat, you can still fish. It's all photo release. Lines in the water at 8, lines out at 3, and I believe back to the dock at 4. Um, we're looking for more donations. If anybody's interested in donating product, um, anybody uh, that wants their name on a shirt um, or not, just a donation just in, in good faith, um, I need you guys to contact Nathan Everhart. And uh, his number is area code 813 five four six seven two two four i'll do it again five four six seven two two four um it's gonna be a good event man um everybody that's uh a team has food covered um we're working uh working on a sponsorship i know some people that know people down there at a brewery called big storm hopefully they can help us out we'll see I hear uh, <laughs> but um like I said, captain's meeting is uh, the night before at Hula Bay. Tournament's at Hula Bay. We're having an after party. It's going to go late into the night. We're going to try to break that LunkerCon record for the, the late party. <laughs> and uh, we're doing a 50-50 as well. Um, it's going to be a good time, man. It's uh, redfish, nook, and trout total inches. I hope everybody can come out and make Frank, it. Frank, is, is Nathan the guy to contact to enter the tournament as well? Honestly, he is our, uh, our lead phone number, kind of handling all incoming calls as of right now. Um, we're... Uh, in the process of getting a Ryan Gould Foundation phone for this tournament that links to everybody's phone. Um, but currently, Nathan Everhart is our contact um, to ask any questions um, via phone. Okay. Or you can go to our Facebook page. We have a Facebook page, the Ryan Gould Foundation. Type it in, follow it. Um, we'll have plenty of uh, event stuff posted up there. And if you follow me, uh, you're probably tired of seeing this stuff, but it's going to keep coming until November 3rd. Got to do it, man. You got to pump it. We uh, yeah. And we're going to keep pumping it all the way up into the tournament, too, man. This is a great great cause for a, a very good guy. So uh, we'll continue awesome. to keep pumping it, and uh, appreciate you calling in, Frankie. Yeah, bro. Y'all have a good day, man. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. That's Captain Frank Leto. We'll see you, bud. Very cool, man. I mean, I I know, listen, if it's if it's one group of people that come together real hard, it's a fireman, especially for another, you know, one of their brothers or sisters. They – they get together, and with everyone's friends and family getting everyone in, involved in that, it could be a big, huge turnout. That'd be great for him and his family. Yeah, they're hoping to get 50 boats is their, is their hope. We're getting a lot of stuff donated from our sponsors to give for the raffles. So That's I know cool. RCI stepped up for us. I'm trying to get a hold of Eco Coolers. 
uh, Dan James, Florida Fishing Products, I'm sure will help out too. So. Yeah, I just seen Burton jumped on Facebook too. We can. Uh, uh, Burton will help out for sure. I know yeah. that. Cool, man. Well, hey, guys, if you're listening, you, you know you can help out for this tournament in any way. Uh, please reach out once again. That was Nathan Everhart, and his number was 813-546-7224. Uh, great calls going on. So uh, please uh, help out if you can. Now, last week, you know, we uh, we didn't really get a chance to really touch touch into it, but TV shows airing next week, buddy. We're going. We're we're on we're on Sun Sports. Yeah, during Sunday. during our show. During the show, we already just figured out we got a TV in the studio, so we'll actually be able to. Ha- it's going to be terrible for we, me. We got to set our DVRs like everybody else. Yeah. I mean, we get to watch it here, but. It's cool, man. We've been working hard for for years now. I've had people asking me, are you guys switching to Saturdays on radios? No. No. Just going first season. This is what Sun Sports dealt us. Yeah. So got to deal the cards that were dealt. Yeah. Play the cards that were dealt. I'm excited. I am, man. It it really is. I mean, back when I first came on with Flats Mafia, I mean, that was was our goal was to – TV was the end goal for us. And we – it's been in my head for a long time, just trying to get it there. People don't realize the amount of work it takes to get to this point, but it's it, it is a struggle. It's a continuous struggle, but it <laughs> hopefully it pays off. I mean, we're having fun doing it. I say that. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, we're having fun doing it. That <clears throat> I mean, it, whether we fall on our face or not, I'm gonna be happy that we made it happen. So at least we know I can I can go to sleep at night saying I tried my best. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this: if people people already know what they're gonna get, like if you've been following us and watching our YouTube videos, you kind of have an idea what this show is gonna be about, and you already know that it's nothing. It's like it's our, nothing. we're doing our thing on yeah, here. Yeah, there's no scripts. It's all off the top of the head. I mean, it is it is raw and uncut, really. Well, we've had to cut back a little bit on yeah, some things. We, that, we've been uh, shut down by the network before we even air on some things. You got to take this off, take that off. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, me jumping around. Your shirtless like a is offensive. I heard <laughs> from somebody. So this is true. All right, we're going to take a real quick break. This is Flats Mafia Radio brought to you by Big Storm Brewing Company, Minnows and Monsters, Hula Bay Club, and Danko Pliers. We got Tony, Lieutenant Tony Rosas with FWC. We're going to get into this Redfish and Snook Closer. The lines are open, 727-579-1025, the bone. Yeah, give us a call. We'll be back shortly. Flats Mafia Radio on 1025, the bone. Brought to you by Big Storm Brewing Company, Minnows and Monsters, Hula Bay Club, and Danco Pliers. We have Lieutenant Tony Rosas in the studio today with FWC. Uh, we're going to go ahead and, and get right into the Snook and Redfish closure because it is a big thing that happened this week. And if you guys have something to talk about want to say something about it, the lines are open, 727-579-1025. Tony, tell us why and all this is happening. I mean, I know you guys are doing it for a specific reason, so... Please let us know. Well, obviously the uh, red tide impact from the areas from Char- or from all the way down to Collier, all the way up into Pasco, is really why this came into effect. Last week at the uh, commission meeting, you know, a lot of people came out and the voice was heard. The commission decided uh, the, to sign an executive order expanding the closure for Snook and Redfish to include Hillsborough and Pinellas counties, and they also uh, went ahead and and prohibited or prohibited harvesting snook and redfish in those closure areas until may um you know it's 
I'm sure there's going to be a lot of discussion from now until May uh, as to when it would open. It, you know, it's 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 an ongoing process, and everybody's very, very interested in it. So that's where we're at on this right now. So Snook and Redfish, uh, catch and release only, uh, expand, expanded into Hillsborough and Pinellas counties as well as, you know, the southern counties, Hillsborough, Pinellas, and Pasco. I should say that as well. Wow. Now, is uh, what about – is it May 1st for everyone, even the people down south as well? Yeah, well, it's until May. Uh, Everything's May till May, okay. Yeah, so e the whole closure area until May. Um, I'm sure the commission will meet again, uh, evaluate, and we should see something come out probably before May or right around May as to what the seasons may, if it may reopen and you know, may lift the band. It's hard to say right now. We're really early in the process. I mean, we're in October right now. We're coming into October, so we got some time. Let me ask you, are people hammering you guys over this? It's uh, It seems to be split. 50-50? Um, you know, yeah, from the law enforcement side, you know, we're not getting it uh, as bad. We get the calls, but, um, you know, I, I think that uh, there's some mixed Sorry. mixed emotions when it comes to it. There's a lot of people who, you know, their livelihoods are affected by this, including you guys. I mean, you're, you're in the fishing yeah. community. Is it mainly guides or is it? You know, Anglers, I, I, I can tell you this. You know who's a little bit upset about it? I spoke with him twice. Is Bill from the, uh, from the bait shop at Gandy? Yeah. He's like, that's gonna hurt his business. Yeah, the uh, Angler Three Sixty, they're, they're, they're not happy with it either. I mean, it, it is gonna affect businesses. So people are gonna stop. Some people are gonna be so mad they're gonna stop buying boats, licenses, and just they don't. People don't like the government involving in what they're allowed, what telling them what they're allowed and not allowed to do. I'm one of those people too, but I agree with this one. Yeah, I agree with this one too. I'm I'm and I'm the same with the government telling you what to do and not to do. So, but this is like even before the red tide, I think the the redfish needed to have some kind of a season or kind of closure to it as well, but I mean, this is only going to help the fishery get better. I mean, closing closing it down and letting the fish that these fish I mean, we have a lot of people just in from Pinellas down to Courtney Campbell, just that area alone. The amount of people that fish that area alone, it gets hammered. And, you know, I don't need to go out and catch. Uh, to me, I'd rather, me, me and Justin were talking about this, I'd rather eat a mangrove snapper than eat a redfish. I mean, now when you talk about snook, yeah, snook's glorious. It's a great thing to, to eat. What do you think's going to happen now? They're going to start hammering the snapper and, and, and the trout. triple tail and, and the trout. Yeah, so that might be the next closure comes down a pipeline. Yeah, I mean... I, if if you really want to, I, I believe trout, snook, and redfish should all have a season. Put a season on all of it. I mean, yeah, it might. I think that's where it's headed. It's going to head to a season to where it's not just year round for redfish. No, I don't think it should be. You know, and and I I had my buddy's dad Andy on the boat yesterday. He didn't even know about the closure. You know, and he he had made a comment like, "Man, that was close to a keeper." I'm like, "Yeah, it would have been in slot, but we're gonna have we got to throw him back." He's like, "What?" Yeah, that's um, you know one reason I wanted to come in here today is is to be able to put that out there a little more. It's been all over social media. If you're on social media, there's no way that you don't you know about seen it. it. Yeah, but there are people who are out there, maybe people who are traveling here that that don't know. So uh, you know, we want to put that out there, make sure that we educate the 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 public uh, on the closures, so that if they're coming into the Tampa Bay area, Pasco Pinellas to fish, that they know that this is an effect. And you know, our agency, we're we're an education first organization. You know, even in law enforcement, we, we teach our officers to educate first. I challenge you to find an officer that has written more citations than warnings in his career. 
we spend a lot of time educating the public, and that's that's really what FWC is about. I I think temporarily, just because I mean, even with radio, even with social media, there's people that still don't know about it. I think there should be signs put up at every boat ramp in those counties that it's closed to, to kind of just say hey, it's a temporary sign. Snook and Redfish are closed till May 1st. Short, sweet, and put it out there so people can actually see it. Because you're going to have those people that... Plus for that guy at the boat ramp that fishes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to know. Yeah, he needs Put to. it right in front of where it says, don't fish here. <laughs> put it right. Put that sign right beside it. You better it. not even talk about it. We always fish the boat ramp. <laughs> we're, come, we're in a boat. <laughs> it says no fishing from the dock. You can't come on, man. You can't do that to my boy Butch out there. My boy Butch goes hard on the boat. He does, man. he does. He said he he as soon as I walked in the bait shop yesterday, I said, hey, what's up, three stooges? Everybody was in there. He said, Yep, I got me a 17-inch mangrove at the boat ramp yesterday. And I it's said, a goner. <laughs> yeah, but I heard, that's the start. I, you know what I heard? I heard he catches the fish. He don't even like fish. He catches the fish and trades it for Chinese food. All right. I swear to well, God. I don't swear. know about that one either, but yeah. But it is important that you follow the rules. Just like, I mean, the rules before, you know, it's it's closed for a reason. If you want your kids' kids to keep fishing and having, having the, the same amount of fun that you're having going out and catching these fish, I mean, at the end of the day, it's it's a game. It's it, it's it's a sport. Well, it's it's sport to you. It's sport to me. Yeah. There, there are there is that group out there of people who just they want to eat fish. Some people feed their families with it. And, and count on that. And that's all good. I I mean, I understand that if you feed your families with it. But at some point, you're going to have to spend money for bait, tackle, and all that. So just go buy the fish from the fish market if you really are feeding your family only fish. Well, I mean, that, that's one option. But it... I mean, that's not the simple answer to that to that person. No, it's not. You know, they're not happy about it. They're not going to want to go buy the fish. They never would have gotten fishing anyway. They just go buy, bought their fish first place. Yeah. You know what I mean? So well, that's well, what I'm saying. If they 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 could just go and do that, but obviously they're doing it for the thrill and the sport of it as well. Because if they could, they could just go buy it and feed their family. So there's still an excitement behind it. Like, oh, I got a fish on. Oh, it's a keeper. Man, catch fish, feed family. Like I understand all that as well. But I mean, one thing I can say to that to that person who's angry about it is these meetings that they're having that Prieto went to and Yucko and all those guys that. They're open to the public. They are. So this is only for a year, not even a well. Well, we don't know yet. We'll see what happens. So, I mean, they can go to these meetings and voice their opinion and try to change it. If they don't show up, you know, the, the guides who went there, I mean, Dave Marquette, he's been fishing for, I forget what they said, but it's over 40 years. Yeah. Guiding on the water for over 40 years. That's older than I am. So it, And at the end of the day, the guides are the ones that have the data the FWC needs. They're the ones that are fishing two to two fifty a year out there, so they know what they're catching. They know the sizes and and how many different species and all. They they're the ones that can give you the best data on those. And for those guys to step up and go to Tallahassee and come as one voice, which was a very strong voice, because they got it done. Like you said, yeah, it was open to the public, but the guys association is. I mean. You get all those guys behind something, and and those are the ones that are really giving you the data you need. I mean, it's you got to go with it. Yeah, Bob. I was going to talk about real quick. You mentioned on the uh, commission meetings, they're open to the public. You can get there early, you can sign up, you can speak your voice. The commission, the commissioners on the panel will listen to what you have to say. Um, you know, that's we as an agency need the public input. 
you know, we talked about the other day, I think you guys mentioned about the people, the, the docs uh, doing the surveys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm in law enforcement, but those people are part of the FWRI and some of their partner aid, partner groups doing surveys. You know, I encourage you to people to, to not shy away from them. If they're, they're there to not inspect your catch for regulation, they're just they're, they're there for data collection. Yes. They're not law enforcement. So don't be afraid to, when you see them coming down, to let them take a look at your catch, measure it, maybe take a scale. That's all research. They need that data. Um, you know, I, like I said, I'm not a biologist. I don't work in that realm. But I do know that they need that data. 100%. You can't, you can't be scared of those people. That's, that, all that information is only going to help FWC and, and all the research behind it. I mean, like I said, when we talked about it before, I used to, when I had no education on anything and me and my dad just started fishing we would always not that we'd be doing anything illegal but we we're like oh god they're there at the it was dock. it was a nuisance yeah. i'm not gonna lie well it, yeah at some point you know you fished all day and you're ready to get home they've gotten better about it yeah they have Their questions and have gotten shorter yeah it used to be very long that guy would have you there for 10 minutes and by the time you're at the boat ramp you're like look man i'm ready to go yeah you know what what do you what do you need let me give it to you and let me get out of here believe it or not the last time i was there I, I gave him my little spiel, gave him everything I, I caught, and then he gave me an, a little paper so my next trip I could actually have it filled out and everything that he was going to ask already if I came back to the dock and I had it already filled out. Just hand it to him? Just hand it over to him. Here's everything that you were going to ask for. And he gave it to me, and I still actually have it in my uh, my glove compartment on my boat. It might be a little wet, a little soggy. <laughs> might not be. A, no. Might <laughs> but, you know, that is the biggest thing. You got to give back the, the data that they need, man. It's so important. Because, I mean, there's only so many people in FWC that can go out and try to collect data. But the actual fishermen who are fishing all the time, who have five or six lines in the water at a time when you're on a trip, you know, pulling up to a spot, that's going to be the – that's the constant data that we need. And I and I can't, I couldn't agree with it more. And if you don't agree with it, like I said, the lines are open, 727-579-1025. Please speak your mind. You have an opportunity to do it. Um, yeah, Goodwine just asked on the Facebook feed, he goes, why May? What's the science behind the length of the closure? Is there any? Or is it just like let's close it for now and then reevaluate it? I really can't speak on that. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's, that's beyond you it's know, a good question. my scope. It is a really good question. Uh, good wine. I, I will do the research for you and I'll reach out to you directly and I'll see if I can get you an answer. Yeah. Cause all right. So he's, he's wanting it longer. Yeah. I mean, somebody who runs, what? Mike runs 200 trips a year. He, he wants, he wants the closure longer. So let's think about this. We, uh, snook season was open. It would have closed December 1st, correct? Yeah. It's closed December 1st, uh, opens back up March 1st, correct? Then March, April, May, which it would, it, snook season would be closing May 1st. They're keeping it closed. So even if even if snook season opens back up, even if they open it, it's still going to be another three months after that that you can keep a snook due to the actual normal regulations. So um, redfish is going to be the interesting one. That's, I, I, that's, and, you know, it, it is. And, and why not a season on it? Let's, there's no yeah. reason why we can't do that. I mean, let's 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 build guys five years ago. We would be chasing 500 fish and not 150, 200. 500 fish in a school. Well, that there's you there's walk people on. there's people now saying that there are that amounts in the bay now, but I don't believe it's from it's normal. I believe it's from the, the fish push. down south that pushed in here. Absolutely. And was, some people, sorry, Tony, some people in the 
Pasco area are upset about this too because they feel the red tide hasn't got to their area yet. But they're going to get the same thing we're getting because we're getting a lot of the a lot of the people from south of us fishing in our area in Tampa yeah, you Bay. Get the push of the people yeah. because they they want to keep a fish, but now they can't. But that we're seeing a lot of people that don't normally come in our area. No, so it that's going to happen to Pasco if they would have kept it the way it was. A lot of a lot of new faces, and you know what? You can't you gotta you gotta let them you gotta be there and with open arms too because. In any situation, it could the tables could be turned, and we would have to be fishing down south, Sarasota Bay, all that. And you know, you want to, you know, I know some captains get upset, like, oh, who's all these people coming to all the salty dogs? Like, I mean, dude, you they're, gotta, they're making a living. Gotta, some of them, yeah, yeah, they're doing what they gotta do. You know, so we'll get back into this. Yes, absolutely, we'll get back into this. This is uh, brought to you by Big Storm Brewing Company, Minnows and Monsters. Hula Bay Club and Danko Pliers. Guys, if you want to speak on this, 727-579-1025. We're talking about the Redfish and Snook Closure. We got Lieutenant Tony Rosas in the house. We'll be back shortly. This is Flats Mafia Radio 1025. Flats Mafia Radio on 1025. The Bone. Flats Mafia Radio 1025 The Bone. We are back. We have uh, Lieutenant Tony Rosas in the house. We have WC. Uh, went into the whole discussion of the Snook and Redfish closure. And, uh, you know, it's May all the way till May 1st. And we, while we were off air, we actually started talking about, um, you know, there's tons of Redfish tournaments throughout the year. So what exactly, I know you had some information on that. What exactly are these anglers going to do now? Yeah, so the uh, executive order, you know, they're, they're going to have to, if it's a bring back to the dock type weigh-ins, they're not going to be able to do that. The executive order allows for a temporarily possess, temporarily, temporary possession of the fish. Bub's rubbing off on you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, temporary possession of the snooker redfish for the purposes of measuring or weighing and then immediately re- release back to the water. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, the tournament organizers may have to, change things up a little bit but i know we're getting hot into some of these uh, redfish tournaments coming up october november yeah because i mean especially i know i know kent's already prepared for it is he yeah i mean i know that i that's that's a weight tournament right so what what do you do well i was gonna have to have some sort of calibrated measuring device you know and that's just talking from fishing tournaments before but you're gonna have to have some sort of measuring device on the boat that's going to be you know, work I out guess. for you guys. That that has nothing to do with the law enforcement FWC, but that's for you tournament guys. Yeah. something to happen. That's that's what he did. He had it's basically that one man pro. Remember that tournament? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they got a they have a scale that they give out to everybody. It's the same scale, and that's how they measure the weight. You show it up to the camera. You got to go Facebook Live on it, or take a picture of it, something like that. And that's how they're going to get the weight out of it. I don't know that IFA would go something that route. That's a little. It's it, more it, in depth. It sucks. It sucks because it makes more room for. For uh, cheating in, in those in those cases, because okay, are you gonna measure a fish, hang no, it up? No, it it, it doesn't. You don't no. think? And what if you have a, a twenty a fish that's how are you gonna hold a fish up and weigh him and know his I'm size? A, I'm gonna tell you. All right, tell me. They, you're supposed to turn it on as you catch the fish. You have to turn oh, the if camera on. Facebook Live. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay, can we shut that down? Right. Shut that down. Shut it, shut so it like, down. I know what you're saying. You're thinking you dropped a bunch of weights in a fish's mouth. Not even that. You know, you're I, always thinking of ways to cheat already. I'm not trying to cheat. I'm I'm not a cheater, but I'm I'm You're and I don't and I'm an eater. You're right. <laughs> I'm not a cheater. I'm an eater. Come on, <laughs> but 
uh, you know, you just it, it just it sucks that people do are out there like that. But I'm glad he has a way figured out because that's a big tournament. Also, you know? also for the relocating of all these fish, you know, I said this for years when the Flash Masters was here. When you look at the people that leave out of uh, Hula Bay for that shotgun launch years ago, this was like five years ago. Yeah. But more than half the field would go south. Okay, so they're grabbing them fish, and they're bringing them right back to us. At the time, I was like, this is awesome. You're going to get 30 boats that go over there and bring back two fish each and drop them off right in our area. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, I don't think it's good for those fish to get relocated like that either. But No, but that makes for Desperation Island to be fired. Yeah, though. yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I always wondered where those fish go. You know, I was like, man, that's a lot of fish. And where, where do they scatter? Do they hang out around the docks? Do they migrate on? It's fish travel. Look, they travel. They, you can catch them tagged here. You're going to catch them in in Boca Grande. You can catch them up north. They're fish travel. Yeah. So it, you know, just relocating them is is one thing. It's I think could affect it too. I don't know how it affects the fishery, but probably not good. Yeah. Well. It is what it is. I mean, at least they found ways around it, and and uh, they're still able to do it. Cause I mean, that's a big part of you know. I know that you, you start you start pissing off the the tournament guys who are like try to go out and make a living off that. You know, then then you start uh, ruffling some feathers. Yeah, they're angry. They're salty dudes anyway. You know them type of. Yeah. I guess I'm one of them, but I'm not as angry. <laughs> no, no, I don't see you being that angry. But you I, are just, I just, salty, I just, oh, he's salty. angry. He's I like to go out and, and just be on the water and catch fish. I, you'd roast me all the time. We don't go in and weigh in fish anymore, you know. <laughs> so, it just that's just because we had kids. Hey, you're you, always you're always ripping me about that. That's just because we got kids now. We don't get out there. I used to be out there four or five days a week. Yeah, you and did. not be a guide. So I knew where they were at and I could track them. I know. I used to love fishing. And now it's you. different. I can't. I couldn't do that now. You can't track them like you used to. They're just not here. Yeah, it's part of the reason to have a closure. I was thinking about that the other day. You know, those fish at Weedon Island and some of these fish that are they're up in the upper bay with this closure. I mean, what is that going to do when it opens up? If it opens up back in May, I mean, those fish are going to be thick again. I'm, that's what I'm hoping. It's good, right? I yeah. think so. And, yeah. and from my personal perspective, I can say that you know, fishing the bay my whole life, I, you know, I'd like to see those fish and in, in those big, big schools all up and down that, that west shore. Doesn't seem like they're, they're they're big schools like that before, but not like they were a couple no, years ago. No, I'm, like I would say probably forty five years ago. I remember I remember spooking a school that scared the life out of me. That was almost half a football field long and wide. I mean, and they just rose up. I mean, it just hundreds and hundreds of fish. You see these fish over at the playground pop up, and it's not. I mean, you you're talking. It's you know. Maybe a fifty by fifty wide. It'd be there's still, it's still a good amount of fish. But there's a couple hundred fish in there. It, people don't know how to fish that either. The, the pressure, what it's doing to these things, are it's Dude, crazy. I, <laughs> they're they're all over. They're treating. It's like Boca Grande sometimes at Weedon Island. It's difficult. Yeah, if y'all are fishing those fish, just be patient, man. Sit there. You know they're you're gonna wasting, go up. You're wasting your time here. You're gonna go. Listen, that. I heard. I, I got. I had a dude open his feelings up to me, and tell me like, yeah, man, we were. Chasing them all day long is actually uh, Captain uh, Skunkbeard. He was telling me, "Yeah, what Skunkbeard? <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's what he goes by." Happy's laugh just got me sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love it. He's telling me they're fishing, they're chasing these fish, and every time they get the fish to sit down, the guy comes up and drops the anchor in the water. Boom! Drops the anchor, the fish rise back up and keep moving. I'm like. Dude, if you don't have a power pole and you're trying to or a power pole and a trolling motor and you're trying to chase these fish, 
Good you know, luck. Three, four years ago, we had pontoon boats pulling up beside us. And yes. Wheaton Island has turned into Boca Grande in the fact that there's no there's no uh, buffer zone anymore. Boats will come up 10 feet from you. You can cast just, to the other boat. Look, you need to realize that's the way it is. If you're going to go there and you're going to enter the playground, it's a strip club. You're going to get people sitting next to you. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of people. Deal, every, with, hey, it. Deal every, with it or move. Everyone's going to be sitting around the stage. Just know that. Yeah, they got their ones out, <laughs> slinging them out. They're making it rain, but not with ones, with bait, right? Well, yeah, with so chunk that's, bait. What you, what'd Sarah say that was the best analogy ever yeah, put together? She said, yeah, since we've been on the radio, she's like, the way you put it together was just perfect. I've been saying that for years. You go you go to a different area, like, these fish are stingy, man. Let's go to the strip club. I know where they're at. That's it, Tarpon man. Key used to be that way in Fort DeSoto. Yeah. Oh, you know, Fort I don't know if – I haven't been there in a long time and, and looked for those fish, but I don't know if they're still there like that. I remember going there with T-Dub and, and they killing, used to be a zoo. killing them. Yeah, it used to be a zoo there. Over there by the gazebo or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> you have to call Sears and ask him for a refund on your captain's license, man. <laughs> oh, I upgraded from Kmart to Sears. I'm actually Sears not, just closed. Yeah, too. they just closed down. <laughs> you got that one Kmart in Key West still rocking for you. Rocking. That ain't going to go nowhere, bro. They, they stay alive just by selling lobster nets. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you. So, uh, it, well, Tony, I, I tell you what. I agree with everything that's going on, and uh, I think we need to definitely – have a season on redfish, and uh, I think they need to look into what's the best. They've already dialed in what the snook season should be. I think it's time to dial in the redfish season, and uh, we it's stick be. behind that, man. It's got to be in their thoughts already. You got They, they got to have it. You know, I mean, I would, I, I would love to, I would love to learn some of the science behind it as well, because then you kind of know how the fish. You know, it helps with learning the fish's patterns and whatnot. So. It's a good it's a good thing. I, I agree with it one hundred percent. May first, Snook and Redfish. If you don't know, now you know. It is closed till May first. So don't uh don't keep any redfish or snook. If you have any questions, please, you know, we want people to reach out uh to FWC. There's a lot of ways you can contact us. Uh website at myfwc.com. We're all over social media. You know, you can you can reach out. We we're we have people that are, are here to answer your questions. I mean, you know, that's it's People have a lot of concerns. Um, you know, we're an education-first organization. You know, we're a large agency broken up to multiple divisions, but we're an education-first uh, agency, and we want to make sure that people are in the know as much as possible. Very cool. I think they ought to send – you guys should send some of your rookies out to Whedon <laughs> just to sit there, and that'd be their that'd be their job for the day. You know, that's their desk job. They get out there on Whedon and get out there on the weekends and tell these jet skiers – yeah. That they're not allowed to run through there. These the pontoon boats still running inside uh, the signs, bro. They don't. They don't look at the signs. They're on a full plane going right by you. <laughs> and then running, you're and running then over your lines. We're telling them, "Hey, slow down." They just turn and look at you. And go give you the, the force gump wave. They give you the bump. The, yeah, the boat wave. Yeah. Well, next time we come in, maybe we could talk about some of the zones and what they mean and some of these other things. Yeah, that's a good what, idea. What you can do, but uh, I do have a way that you can report those violations if if out there. I try nah, to say this every week. Snitches get stitches, man. Well, we want we want to make sure we have a, a a wildlife alert program. If you can you can reach out and and report wildlife, fisheries, and environmental violations. The number is 888-404-3922. That's to report people. You can report anything. Say there. it again. It's say it again. <laughs> it's one eight eight eight. 404-3922, and that's uh, to report wildlife, fisheries, environmental, or boating invi boating violations. Let me ask you. Let me ask you this: the burning the flats, is that an issue when a officer sees that? Burning the flats. Burning the flats. It's, through it, or, or, or going on a full grass. plane in really yeah. shallow water. 
if it's if it's not a marked zone, uh, there's not a whole lot we can do about it. Now, you know, short of careless operation, and that's a whole other conversation itself. We could probably sit here and talk about careless operation of a vessel, careless reckless for 15, 20 minutes. But if it's a uh, you know a marked zone, slow speed minimum wake, yeah, of course. You know, if an officer sees that, they're gonna they're gonna step in and take action. Oh yeah, I know a lot of the tournaments like uh, in in Kent's tournaments in Florida pros, they have banned it. There's no more burning the flats, and if you get caught doing it, like, you're out. See ya. They've, they've even gotten rid of certain tower heights. They're not allowed to fish them anymore. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. So it, things are changing. and For the better. The, the people need to start adapting to the changes, or you're going to get left behind and j- eventually just quit or you know, just be mad and salty all day. But then they don't go to the meetings and complain about what their legitimate beefs are. You got no say. Yeah. I hear you. I think that's it. All right, we, we're getting uh, we're getting noticed that uh, our show's up before we get to this. What you guys got for the Bucks game? Did the Bucks win in Chicago? Does Fitzpatrick start? Go Bears, yeah, yes. dude. What? I'm from Chicago. So I'll come across yeah. this Stoke table. Your cat over yeah. there, pal. <laughs> you and your cat can watch that game by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like you know me. I'm, I'm gonna Fitz go. Fitz is the, starting. Fitz yes. starts. Fitz starts. Jameis don't come back till after the bye. Uh, Bucks, Bucks win 28-21. Come on. I'm not going to give you a number on I think I'm hoping they win. Yeah, I hope they win too. It's going to be an ugly game. The Bears defense is going to crush Fitzpatrick. Well, I'm about to come over there and, and crush the you. Media, I'm going to come across this and table. And city is going to think that Jameis is the answer and that creep is not. That creep <laughs> is not. <laughs> you better, yeah, you better look out for Mac today. <laughs> yeah, you better. We're going to put, we gotta put three linemen on him. Hey, and, and hopefully our guys aren't running into walls this week, you know? Oh, my God. So. And, hey, at, oh, real quick, we have a brief uh, moment of silence for uh, Chris Conti. Thank you. I, right. I him. <laughs> he was go, awful right? on the Bears. He's awful on the Bucks. Get out of the NFL. <laughs> did, he, did he go on IR for Bruce Ego? Yeah, yeah, he's done. He's done. <laughs> We got to wrap this up. This Flats Mafia Radio brought to you by Big Storm Brewing Company, Minnows and Monsters, Hula Bay Club, Danko Pliers, Lieutenant Tony Roses. Thank you for coming in. Thanks uh, for having me. Well, hey, check out the show next Sunday, yes. 8.30 on Sun Sports. Do not miss. Set your DVRs. Flats Mafia TV. It's here, people. Two fingers. Flats Mafia Radio on 102.5 The Bone.